after positive COVID-19 test results, the National Hockey League will start a league-wide shutdown tomorrow. Carolina Hurricanes coach Rod Brindamore hopes the break will help slow the COVID outbreak. Get it at least a day or two off in here and stay away and try to keep the guys we have available and then just go from there. The Omicron outbreak isn't keeping shoppers home in Dallas. Angie Freed, GM at the Galleria Mall, reports a 28% increase in sales over last year and lots of little ones lining up to see Santa. We made sure that we did many things um, to make sure that the environment was safe, that the visit with Santa was safe, and that we were doing things in a way that wouldn't compromise anyone's health. New research raises a red flag over antidepressants. CBS's Naomi Ruckham. Doctors should prescribe fewer antidepressants and for shorter periods of time, according to a study out of the UK. Study authors came to this conclusion because of long-lasting withdrawal symptoms and possible side effects associated with the drugs. More musicians are cashing in. Investment firm KKR and BMG Music have acquired ZZ Top's publishing catalog, music, and performance royalties. Wall Street Journal values the deal at around $50 million. This is CBS News. The leading sign of COVID is a fever, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Try the Exergen Temporal Scanner and learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. I'm Micah Fink, a veteran, a former Navy SEAL, and I'm with Boot Barn to talk about the power of being present. I think like this holiday season, if the whole country could get together and say, you know what, we're going to all turn our phones off. We're going to get really present and we're going to spend time and we're going to connect. I think two weeks after the holiday is over, the world would be a different place. And that's because people would be changing themselves. And by changing yourselves, you change the world. Boot Barn. Share the West. Cooking with Rachel Ray. Brought to you by the Cheesecake Factory. Homemade mac and cheese can go one of two ways. Too thick or too thin. Here's Rachel with a simple tip for the perfect sauce. If it's three cups of milk or combined liquid, it's three cups of cheese. Brought to you by the Cheesecake Factory. For every $50 gift card purchased at thecheesecakefactory.com or a Cheesecake Factory restaurant by December 31st, you'll receive a $15 promo card redeemable in the new year. Visit thecheesecakefactory.com for details. A parent is asking for a handout from his pop star daughter. Britney's dad, Jamie Spears, wants more, millions of dollars more to help pay his legal fees. He filed documents in court last week in L.A. Jamie's attorney charges $1,200 per hour, and up until recently, he'd paid it through the pop star's conservatorship. You want a piece? The New York Times says Jamie made $6 million off his daughter during that 13-year agreement. Britney's lawyer says that's more than enough and called the petition an abomination. The singer's conservatorship officially ended last month. Monica Ricks, CBS News. French fries are in short supply in Japan, so one fast food chain is cutting them down to size. McDonald's is suspending sales of medium and large fries order orders in Japan for a week because of supply chain bottlenecks. Only small fries will be offered beginning Friday. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Do you want to be a hero for the holidays? How about getting your loved one a new iPhone? That's right. Pure Talk has iPhone 12 starting at just $4.79 through the end of the year. And sure, they have 13s too. Switch to Pure Talk. Great nationwide 5G coverage. Yes, the same coverage as the big guys, but the average family saves over $800 a year. Now that's just smart. There's no need to overpay for Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. 
people. Plus, with Pure Talk's 30-day risk-free guarantee, you've got nothing to lose. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data is just 30 bucks a month. And like I said, the iPhone 12, just 479 From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jill 50, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Plus, save on a new phone. That's pound 250, say Jill 50. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Daily reports of the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. There's so much flavor that gets packed into a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. Like the sweet taste of maple cooked right into the griddle cakes of a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles combined with crispy, crunchy bacon. Or a sausage McMuffin with egg that's cooked to sizzling perfection. So savory, so toasty, so much mmm-mmm in every bite. Now mix and match a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles, sausage McMuffin with egg, or bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Get any two for just $4. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially and I really see the next five to ten years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. Pidcock Glass is your go-to option for every glass need you can think of. Located in Nelsonville, Pidcock Glass specializes in residential homes and businesses with screening services, insulated units, mirrors, tabletops, as well as glass and window replacements too. Pidcock Glass professionals have over 100 years of combined experience and offer you the best options available to suit your needs in the Hawking Hills, Athens, Logan, and Hawking area. For more information, visit their website, pidcockglass.com. Roving reporter here. Excuse me, ma'am. I'll give you fourteen million nine hundred thirty-four thousand three hundred eighty-six dollars and eighty-three cents if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candy, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop. That's right. Stop and Cop drive-through carryout is the best place to get party stuff, munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me. Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me. Yes. What is it? What about my money? What money? Something something million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive-through carryout, three sixty-two Richland Avenue, Athens. Proud supporter of high school sports. What in the world? is going on now. Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Are you dreaming of something greater? A college degree, job skills, a rewarding career. The Ohio Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Ohio National Guard Scholarship Program could pay 100% of your college tuition. You're eligible for the scholarship as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving in the Ohio Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's.
my, oh, my. Look at that sunshine booming through our windows this morning. Looks good. December 21st it is, and... Um, Thought it'd be fun to have uh, one of our local foodies in. Although not exactly our typical Christmas meal. But John Gugenst. I I used to think I was saying that well. Now I'm not so sure. But we'll get it straight from him. Good morning, John. Welcome. Whoops, I got I got the wrong one on. Do it again. Morning, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, it's uh, a beautiful morning, and uh, golly, I, I got to looking at uh, some of your information last night as I was, I don't know what I was watching, something on TV, and uh, that's my normal thing is to research the night before, right? So this just started, okay? Now, I could give you a big intro, but... We're going to do it in backwards order. So um, tell me about your family. Where were you raised? Uh, I was raised uh, outside Chicago uh-huh. in uh, uh, Palatine, Illinois, uh-huh. and uh, moved to North Carolina and then uh, hit the uh, hotel circuit after the military and uh, restaurants, restaurants, restaurants. Oh, no, no. Um, now you're jumping way ahead yeah. of me. Now, <laughs> this family. Um, so what, what were their... Um, were their professions your parents uh my dad w- uh, sold carpets and my mom was in real estate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and brothers and sisters siblings oh yeah i've got a lot uh, i've got six brothers cool and uh, they're all alive and doing well yep Terrific. doing great now um <clears throat> let's see uh is could we say your parents were foodies uh well, yeah, I guess they were. Uh, you know, they were in the, at that time in the '70s, growing up, and you know, we we definitely had issues with the you know six boys. They definitely had issues. So. They consumed a lot of food. Oh is yeah, what you it was all consumption. Yeah, and it was all fighting for it. You know, really. Yeah. <laughs> and were there certain recipes that uh, you know everybody? Oh yeah, back then they had the uh, you know the old uh, Reader's Digest recipes. Oh yeah, beef stroganoff yeah. and uh, tomato aspic. I remember my, my grandmother would make that, and uh, you know uh, what was the uh, tuna casserole? Remember that? Oh yeah, with sure. the onions on top and sure. meatloaf with the you know three inches and of you ketchup. You know what? Those guys, those were good. Oh yeah, I always berate my, my wife now because she makes vegan meat, meatloaf, but I'm like, you know, it's the key is the ketchup. You need two. In, at least two inches of ketchup on top of that baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what about education? What um, where, where so places live? So you started to go into that. Let's we'll back up and do some more of that. So you started in Chicago. Then where? Yeah. Uh, well, I I joined the military. Uh, we went to North Carolina. Lived on top of a mountain for a while. That was that was fun. Uh, and I entered the Navy. And I flew for five years off the coast of uh, what was then the Soviet Union and North Korea, China, et cetera, et cetera. And, and just, uh, just for kicks, just to, for clarification, were you an officer or enlisted? Oh, no, I was an enlisted uh, cryptologist. I see. Okay. Uh, and I was in the collection aspect of it. Yeah. I would listen to Morse code, 
one station in one ear, one station in the other ear, and then I'd have uh, BBC Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the other uh, radio. <laughs> you have three ears. <laughs> yeah, so I'd listen to The Who while I'm looking at MIGs outside my window, you know. Mm. They said we were the tip of the spear, and we always get, wow, we're pretty fucking rusty sti- tip. <laughs> Ooh, did I just swear? Oh, shit. I Sorry. I think so. Um, we'll, we'll try to... Uh, They're not going to shut you down for that, are you? Well, they could. Oh, my gosh. But uh, we'll be careful. Anyway, see, I so, almost swore again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh dear, we're in deep trouble. Oh yeah, um, but, uh, yeah. The flying was great. It was it was awesome. We were gone ten hours, twelve hours a day. And what plane was this? Uh, it was an EP three, okay. and <laughs> they were just jalopies in, of the sky mm-hmm. with radios in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our guys was uh, studying uh, the Bay of Pigs, and he in his textbook he had our plane. Because the bureau numbers on the tail of planes never change, and it was our plane flying off the Bay of Pigs before I was even born. So that was uh, really neat to know. (laughs) (laughs) Something that old was. uh, Oh gosh, and they're still flying today. They still fly those things. They they're 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 the guys who go in the middle of the tornadoes and the, the hurricanes and stuff. I have always resented that I did not go ahead and get my helicopter's private license. Um. In the service. Wow. Now, helicopters, that's it. It would have cost me uh, about $700 back then. Oh, geez. That's it? Yeah. Because oh, I man. handed the military. But, well, anyway. Um, we had a colonel who was a copter pilot in NAM. And he was, when I, we'd see him, we'd like, oh, no. Because <laughs> he would land the plane like a helicopter. Mm. It would, we'd bounce down the tarmac, just boing, 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 boing. <laughs> Our radios is going crazy and stuff. So I was out there when they shot down uh, Korean Airlines 007. And, uh, yeah, flew across several Soviet bases. So your service term was how long? Uh, four, uh, I was in for four years, okay. but I was I in... three and a half. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was in uh, Muscat, Oman, sitting in a lawn chair, and uh, the lawn boy was bringing me Foster's Lager beer, you know, in the big can. <laughs> and uh, my chiefs came out with a paper saying I could, if I wanted to, I could stay for one more year. And I'm, I'm getting this beautiful tan. We're, yeah. we're flying off the coast of Iran and just, you know, screwing around. And so I signed it, and then 40 days later, I was in the last Aleutian Island up there, like staring at these snowstorms coming in. <laughs> it was... <laughs> So not the, not happy. The last year was yeah. It was a not happy year. last year. <laughs> they got me. Fortunately, I had all my time in Honolulu. Oh wow! Yeah. Sweet. Working for the Admiral, the com- com- Commander in Chief Pacific. Wow. John McCain. Oh really? Well, his father. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, um, okay. Now education. What have all of you done? Oh, not much. Not yeah. much. I, I think I went for half of a semester at UNC, and it just wasn't for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. But, it, but if you had pursued that, what 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 was the interest area? Uh, I don't know. You know, I've, I've really just always been in restaurants my whole life. I'm 14 years old. I was washing dishes at Bimbo's Italian restaurant in outside Chicago, mm. and Bimbo was this tall, slick-back, black-headed uh uh, haired guy, and he just, he was just, he was my king, you know, and uh, I washed dishes in, by hand in a three-compartment sink with no dishwashers, and 115 degrees in there, the yeah. slick, 
the old <laughs> you had old slick wooden floors that you everyone would be slipping on and uh, made great food like chicken parm and uh, just just wonderful stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sounds the pastas great. were amazing. Mm -hmm. Folks, uh, you know I probably did do this in the be uh, the wrong order. Our guest this morning owns Avalanche Pizza. It's no, also... it owns me, actually. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, they're a bakery, too. In fact, yep. that's one of my favorite parts are the breads. Um, 17 years now um, in, uh, what, the Athens News or whoever runs that contest each year, the yeah. best of this, the best of that. 17 years in a row you've been voted best pizza. I think it's 20, Dave. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, then I read something wrong. The last three wrong. years. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> 20, that's wonderful. Yeah, it really is. We're really proud of that, and I've had some really great people. I've got some great managers, and we've got a new place open at 540 West Union. Slice. It's the Slice House. Yeah. And we've got some really interesting stuff there. I can't there. picture where that is. Where is that? Uh, that's in the Athens Re uh, Real Estate Building. Athens Realty. Athens Realty. And uh, it's in the, um, that right. beautiful building that Russell Chamberlain built over there, right across from White's Mill. Right next to oh, the American oh, Legion. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, right next to American Legion. Okay, I got it now. Sure. Oh, yeah. the one with the real slope top. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I've been there. It's good. Yeah. We've got some great, you know, we've, Su we've got Susan it all. Susan Bargy works over there. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's all awesome. Right. And she's also our timeout captain. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, for the all the ba basketball games. Oh. Whenever they call a timeout, it's a Susan Bargy timeout. <laughs> I thought when you guys were fighting around the radio station here, she'd come in and do a timeout for you. <laughs> she has that... done that, but that's not what I was referring. <laughs> she's good for that though. She's she's got the personality for it. She's I love a that. Hoot. She's really mellow. All right, now what what's wrong back there? Are you okay, Scott? I'm enjoying this. Okay. Yeah. This is like <laughs> entertaining, man. There you go. Yeah, anyway, we've got we've got everything at the Slice House. We've got uh, Italian beef sandwiches, which are going like crazy. And we put them on steamed two buns, and they're they're toasted and buttered, uh, just like the old days. We, we fill them, and then we've got a horseradish crema. And then for the hipsters, we have uh, uh, avocado toast topped with either a caprese, which is a mozzarella tomato, or smoked salmon. Or prosciutto di parma. You know, most of this stuff, I don't have any idea what oh you're my God, talking it's about. <laughs> but I, w w it's the vision <laughs> that, that pulls me in. It, so um, it's good. It, it's a tough thing, and I've learned from doing the the breads at the farmers market, like you mentioned. That uh, Athens, you've you've got so many diverse people here. You know, you've got the farmers, you've got the townies, you've got the OU people, uh, you've got the the people who live out in the country. And all you know, they, we all have different uh, uh, tastes. Uh, like we did, we were doing a rare beef Monday, and you know, my general manager told me, "No, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not going to sell." Sure enough, we we sold out every every Monday. We sell out as rare beef. We take a quarter pound of rare roasted RL Valley beef, and we put it on a bun with horseradish cream and pepperoncini. It's it's really awesome. <laughs> And, you know, it's, I thought it would be these big Brutus kind of guys coming in, give me a rare beef sandwich. No, it isn't. It's just it was like the first eight people were women. Like, you have rare beef here? And I, I figure it's like, it's like how you're raised. You know, there's the rare families, the medium rare families, and then the well-done families. And the rare and well-done's just got to either have it that way or yeah. nothing at all. It's, so, it's the cut. 
Yep. You know, the the piece of meat determines how cooked or not cooked I want it. Yes. And um, yeah. So so okay. Now you know you're a famous dude. No, not really. Well, I think so. When you think only in about, my own mind. <laughs> listen, I I had no idea how many different food and particularly pizza boards and commissions and <laughs> uh, uh, reviewing organizations and so on existed in our nation. There's a there's a really uh, a you know in the past 15 years past 10 years pizza has just exploded and people's uh, especially the the operators have really brought up the their game because people aren't you know there's that that school of thought where people are just stupid and all they want are the same 12 topics and that's how the corporate places play you know i mean look at uh i don't want to say are papa john's your advertisers maybe they are oh they all are they (laughs) they (laughs) i mean uh you know we'll come up with something like the cuban pizza our our cuban pizza is awesome now it's it's got bechamel sauce which is cream sauce Mm. uh it's got mustard and then two types of pork pork shoulder smoked pecan pork shoulder and then ham and then we put pickles on top it tastes exactly like a cuban a cubano sandwich in miami but then they come out with a shakaroni. Wow, it's like a pepperoni pizza, mm-hmm. but Shaq designed it. <laughs> so, Shaq wow, was, that's uh, that's some deep sports? thinking right there, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but deep culinary thinking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, people are you know you've, well, 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 you've got things separated too, and and you know they come out with these top ten lists, and and all of a sudden they've got you know eight of them are from New York, and then two of them are from California, and they they miss the whole uh, what uh, Katie Couric said, the whole unwashed middle of America. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love her for that one, huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, well, well, name some of these things. I mean, there's gastronomica. Right or yeah. s- something like that. Yeah, wrote a story in there about uh, like finding truffles in Italy. So I had to, this this pizza designed. We went over there. I brought some stuff, but I was just going to get truffles in Italy. I thought you could just go to the grocery store. And uh, this is in the uh, middle of Emilia Romagna region. And we stayed at a hotel, uh, the Grand Hotel Milan, and their, their pamphlet said Mussolini used to how take the. Uh, the Nazi officers from the Eastern Front here, they used to, because they used the spa. And I'm like, this isn't a pamphlet. This is their advertising. <laughs> so crazy, man. Really? <laughs> but uh, so we, we stood there, and I asked the guy. I went to several grocery stores. There were no truffles, and people were freaking. They look at me really weird. Mm-hmm. Finally asked the front desk guy, and uh, he's like, follow me. And he, it's, it's nighttime. <laughs> he gives me a rights on the back of his card. He goes, go up there and tell them that I sent you. So I went up to this restaurant way up in the mountains and we walked in and it was just silence. Everyone's laughing at first, all of a yeah. sudden silence. And, yeah, I, I'm like, and I said, uh, we're here for truffles. <laughs> that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> Who sent you? You know. So this guy comes out, it was like a, it was like a drug deal. I, and I couldn't believe it. But anyway, uh, we progressed and the guy came, he became friends with us and uh, he got, we have got porcini mushrooms from him also, which are, were beautiful. And uh, so that's the, the story that we had and it ended up in uh, me not winning, of course, but uh, my, my buddies won the acrobatics. So it was pretty cool. Well, I mean, there's all these different publications. 
publications. And, and oh, yeah. many of them <coughs> you've been asked to write columns for. Um, yeah, Pizza Today I write for uh, almost every month. It's a really great magazine. It goes to every single pizza and Italian restaurant in the U.S. and uh, abroad. So uh, remarkable. It's uh, well, it's it's hard to keep for me. It's hard to keep it down below eight hundred words. It's that whole. Uh, I guess a lot of uh, students go through that. Eight hundred words, man. I'm at four thousand. What yeah, the yeah. hell's going on here? Yeah. Could I say hell? On the uh, you, that's better than the word before. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> see now. Um, but can, we're, we're, can you remember eating your first pizza? You know, with with five brothers, I tell you what, man. That pizza was like a gladiator fights. Yes. It was, dude. You know, and I've got it down pat. If you're in a big family, this is the the this is a key secret. Someone lays down a pizza, opens the box. You take your two fingers or three, and hit the very middle of the pizza, and then grab your slice and pull all the cheese and toppings onto that slice, and they will get nothing, and you will get everything. <laughs> so that's the key to eating in a large fam- a pizza in a large family. <laughs> But we do, you know, we do a lot of uh, uh, large orders, which is really, really great. We we have the Agamemnon, which is a 29-inch monster pizza, which you can cut into squares. And so I think you get about uh, 43 squares out of it. Mm. And uh, it's great for parties. But uh, we've got toppings. Our kimchi is, we get it now from a local guy, um, Prevatera Farms, and it, it Kimchi is a great topping, and it's just so funny. It you know, like just like I said before, people are educated now about food, and people come in and they're like, "Oh, I'll take that. Uh, give me that that cabbage stuff on the provolone cheese," mm. and it's the best combination ever. You know, it's just uh, kimchi is really great with pork and chicken and uh, teriyaki sauce. So that's my new story. I have to do a Southeast Asian story uh, pizza story this month for pizza today well the these uh it's amazing how many of these industry magazines uh, call on you to write a column well it's and it's a real honor isn't it well i sometimes wonder how many people read them but uh (laughs) it is it is an honor uh it, it really is it's it's cool coming up with uh uh finding out stuff that you know, people I've seen because I'm I'm um, MC at the Pizza Expo. So, where's you know, that held each uh, year? That's in Las Vegas okay. every year. And uh, so, uh, as master of ceremonies, you have to go. It's for the pizza competitions. So I used to think it was just to keep the Sicilians from stabbing everybody uh, when they, when they lost. But yeah. then I just realized that if you just blame the German judges, yeah. that everyone will leave you alone. <laughs> Yeah, that German judge gave you low score, buddy. I would go talk to him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. But you know, these these they're intense, and it's an intense thing. You bring all your food in a you know, and you're ready to do your pizza, and then you you have a bank of ovens that you've never used before. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some major fails. Uh, you know, the best guys who win are the the simplicity. I want to say guys too. Uh, this this year, the women really outshined. The, the guys and uh that was really that's that was really cool uh you'll see some really innovative stuff and then you'll see like a guy throw in a cheese pizza and you're like this is the non-traditional you know thing you're just doing a cheese pizza and they say yep and uh, boom they score really high because they're you know uh, they're uh, just showing their the crust 
and the sauce and the cheese and how they meld together, and that's it. So, well, yeah, it, 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 uh, even at this hour, it makes me hungry. I'll tell you, what, sometimes, some it, Vegas is is tough because the first day is really intense, and then the intensity, especially early in the mornings, gets a little little weird because people are like, oh, boy, how long did we stay out last night? And uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. and then on the uh, the third day, that's that's when we everything hits the fan uh, because we whittled it down, and all the competitors are coming in to see the people who you've got to make three pizzas. So that third pizza, some, sometimes your dough is blowing up, it's getting a little older, it's deformed, so you have to just bring it. And most of these guys know how to bring it because they do it every night in their pizzerias. I mean, they're making hundreds of pizzas every night. So they know how to do it, but sometimes they get nervous. Sometimes they'll overtop the pizzas. Uh, you got to know what these judges are looking for. And we have a bank of five judges. Uh, they're all chefs, and they're all really big pizza people. They look for the crust first. The crust is everything. The cornicione, which is the, uh, the outside crust. They look for a gum line. Have you guys ever seen a gum line? I think so. A, a lot of people wouldn't know what a gum line is. So basically, you get a piece of bread that's cooked with the sauce and cheese on it, okay? If it's not cooked enough, underneath the sauce, you can take your finger and you rub the dough. And if it comes out, if it's doughy, like dough dough, uh, it's it that's a gum line that means it's it's uncooked mm -hmm. and well a lot of times uh the italians what what they're really interested in is the digestibility of pizza and now the americans too like with our sicilian pizzas it's aged for a long time so the sugars have eaten the the proteins down and made a, a gas in, inside there but it's it's basically if you've ever eaten a pizza and you go oh oh that cheese is on my stomach no that really isn't the cheese that's the dough so you got a, a a dough that was just made that day and it's sitting on your your belly and it's just ugh, you want to nap and everything like that so hard to hard to digest whereas an italian pizza you go to italy and you eat one of their pizzas you could scarf down on it. Was that a was that a rooster? That was my phone. Oh my gosh! It wasn't a rooster though. What is it? I don't know. Chewbacca. <laughs> it's Chewbacca. Yes, that was Chewbacca. <laughs> oh yes, it was. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've forgotten already. So, uh, okay. Uh, by the way, folks, our guest this morning, if you haven't figured it out, <sighs> is John Gutenkenst and. and uh, uh, that was pretty good. That was a good pronunciation. Did I say it pretty, pretty well, pretty well that time? Well, yeah. If you were in a bumpy car, that'd be a good pronunciation. Good pronunciation. Good const. Yeah. I'm bouncing here. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, now. Dave, let's, let's talk about you, man. I what, what's your favorite food? Artichokes, right? Uh, no. You like I, mean, I, I like artichokes. Yeah. I, I mountain oysters. Have you ever had a mountain oyster? Of course. Okay. Um, They're chewy. I would say that I do lean towards seafood. Really, and um, you seafood and you eat it. Yeah, and, and no, not that. <laughs> That's a dad joke. Not that punny. Um, no. <laughs> it was more. Um, there it goes it's again. Chewbacca again. Uh, yeah, so shrimp. So you like shrimp? Of course. You love uh, uh, lobster crab. I was a lobsterman in Maine at one point. Really? Yeah. Holy. Out of Rockland, Maine. Wow. So what do you use for bait? That's I've always wondered that. Uh, rotten fish guts. Really? Yes. Huh. I, I heard No, you... I'm even seriously. Just um, rotten fish guts. You throw them in there, the oil okay, gets into the... Here's the deal. Frozen? Um, uh, there are, out of Rockland, there are 
boats that catch fish, large fish. And there's a processing line, and here come whole fish down the line, and men and women on either side reach in, grab one, take a slice, and hack off the fillet off of each side. And then they throw the remainder over their back into these large containers. <coughs> they look like laundry baskets. And uh, then they take that, and they spread it outside on concrete, and let it just spoil for a few days. That's cool, like a fish sauce almost, <laughs> a la concrete. <laughs> okay. And then with shovels, they fill 55-gallon drums of this rotten fish guts. Okay. And um, that's what you use in your, your netted bag in a lobster trap. So that's all the oils release, and they're like, yum, yum. I heard that lobsters are cannibals. That's why they didn't eat them back in the like the 1910s, uh, 12s. They'd, they'd rather have terrapin, which is the turtle, uh, as in the gourmet restaurants and stuff. Well, lobsters like to fight. Did you ever, did you ever get sick of eating lobsters up there? No, sir. No? No. I, I opened a restaurant in Boston, and I ate too much, and it was it was all over for me. I was like, oh. So that's out of your... Uh... It was free, too. That was I think that was the issue. Wow. Yeah, it was the Oak Room. I opened the Oak Room, and uh, we had it was an a Oak steakhouse. Room here too. Yes, I, uh, yep. John was a great guy. He, I, I love going to the Oak Room. That was awesome. You bet. John and, uh, Sparhawk, we're yep. talking about, folks. John Sparhawk was a really awesome guy. Okay, so uh, let me. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a name I'm going to mention here, Debbie Renz. Yep. Okay. That's my babe, my wife. And somewhere along the way. I mean, she's an artiste. Yeah, she's an opera singer. And um, as I understand it, the only reason you came to Athens... Come on, phone. The only reason you came to Athens was... Chewbacca's calling. Now, Dave, is Chewbacca like someone someone at home? No. Okay. It just means I got a text message. Oh, okay. Okay, I turned it off, I think. (laughs) So she got a gig with Ohio University or something like that, and that's what brought John Guttenkantz to Athens. She teaches, yeah, she teaches voice at OU, and uh, she, uh, yeah, she's she's wonderful. And uh, I used to be able to, like, work in the same room while she's practicing, and now my eardrums just go crazy. But she has, yeah, she's performed numerous times at, um, at uh, OU, and, uh, and sort of Chicago, heads up the voice Boston. department, right? Uh, no, no, she's she's just in the voice department. Yeah, she's she's in the voice department. She's uh, well, that's what I meant. Yes. Uh huh. And um, but she's when you look at her career, it's really quite remarkable. Yeah, yeah, she was really great. I I would go and watch uh, operas and stuff, and I'm like, you know, that guy, he was. He was doing the high D. It should have been an A flat, I think. And she's just like, "You're full of crap, John." He's <laughs> just trying to trying to fit in, you know. But yeah. uh, there was one one time I saw her, and she's singing, and and they had the whole pit filled with the orchestra, and there was one dude down there, and he's just sitting, and I'm just kind of fixating on this guy. I'm like, okay. these guys get paid a lot of money, so this dude, he he's reading a newspaper. All of a sudden, halfway through, a quarter of the way through, he puts the newspaper down and he picks up two symbols and goes, bam, like that. 
And then he puts it down and picks the newspaper up again. I'm like, what a great gig. That's it. I mean, that's like a, you know, a oh. gig as a radio announcer or something. Like that it's a really story. easy job. And <laughs> I don't like that story. I was a percussionist in, oh, a, really? in a pit for years. Oh, wow. And um, I worked in a pit. I love that. That's... Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Shoveling. Yeah. <laughs> Shoveling with the cymbals. But so, uh, yeah, so, she's awesome. Uh, okay, so that's what brought you to Athens. So uh-huh. did you just immediately say, well, I'm going to do a pizza gig? No, we had we had planned it, and uh, we, we had, uh, uh, there was a Little Caesars that went out of business here, and uh, it was a different market here. You know, I, I, there, I heard, uh, this is serious, uh, that there the third Domino's was here. It was where the Village Bakery was, in the back of that. And he evidently went, Monaghan went out of business uh, very quickly. Uh, and uh, when we came in 2000, uh, you, you, you remember the town then? It was uh, different than I it is now. I got here in 73. 73, yeah. So uh, it, it was uh, a little different, especially the, the dining scene. You know, there's a lot more, there was a lot more uh, local places. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we've got the strip down there, which took me forever to even drive down the other day. Couldn't believe it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been good. We still use local products. Uh, we have King Family Sausage and uh, with Snowville, they have a new line of cheeses now, uh, Snowville Creamery. Mm-hmm. And you know they've got smoked mozzarella now, uh, and their fresh mozzarella is really good, and their ricotta is awesome. And uh, you can find that around like at Kindred Market and stuff. Sure. So okay, um, <clears throat> Avalanche. Yeah, we, we wanted to uh, some uh, find a name that stand out. I wanted to do plague pizza. Like, you've got the plague. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you've got the plague. I, and I wanted to do, like, a Grim Reaperoni. And I'd put rats in the window, you know. Yeah. And then everyone would wear, like, black hoodie, like, long hoods over yeah, their heads. Nice. And just, like, you know, kind of medieval a vibe. Mm. And, and uh, I wanted to do a, a Grim Reaperoni uh, uh, pizza. You've got the Grim Reaperoni. Mm. And uh, but you've got the plague. What can I get you? How was your plague? How was your plague? Good. <laughs> it's good. The, um, the, the 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 signs you place out on the sidewalk. Oh gosh, you know we did the political thing for a while, yeah. and we, until yeah. politics became this like shoot 'em up thing. Oh. Uh, we had the uh, we took a two pounds of of sausage once, and I made a fourteen inch round out of sausage. Par cooked it, put it in the freezer, so when they'd ordered, they could either order it under the meat Romney or the Barack Obama meat. And it was like $19. So we'd bring the meat out of the freezer, top it with sauce, then cheese. And, I mean, you couldn't even get through one slice of this stuff. And then we'd slice it into pizza slices. And that was your vote. So that year, the despite the college Republicans ordering six of those at once, mm. uh, the Barack Obama meat won. Uh, by about three votes, I think. But uh, we had uh, <laughs> the last election, uh, two two elections ago, uh, we had uh, got a cutout. Keith Wilde, who's a great artist in town, made these great caricatures. Uh, we had Hillary, and then we had Trump, and then uh, people would come in. They're like, where's Bernie? Where's Bernie? <laughs> and we had Bernie up above the door. We're like, just step out the door and look up. And Bernie was there like, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I once had a, when uh, Obama came to speak at OU, I had a guy named George and he, we have a, a, a we had a, a dark roof. It was a black roof. He's like, 
John, can I go up there and write Obama high Obama? Because he's going to fly literally across the store. It's mm. going to go right above the store to OU. And it's true. When That's the trajectory of helicopters. They come right above the store. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. And there's some white paint out back. And George was up there for a while. <laughs> I got a little paranoid. I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's like, oh, I'm done, John. He came down and he looked really happy, like way too happy. So I walked up the, the thing and uh, the ladder got up on the roof and he had written Obama in a circle and then he had a pot leaf under in the middle of the circle. And I'm like, George, that's a pot leaf. What are you doing? Yeah. And, and he's like, it's a buckeye. I'm like, where's the nuts? Where's the, there's no nuts on that. That's a pot leaf. <laughs> so, so I had him change it a little bit. And, uh, he didn't get cited or anything like that. But, uh, you know, we have had the Secret Service in the store, though, when uh, <clears throat> John Edwards. Remember Senator John Edwards? Yes. So we put that sign out front. And one late at night, they came by. Uh, this bus stopped in, in our parking lot. And two of these goon, goony guys, Secret Service guys, come on in. And they're like, uh, I'm like, can I get you something? And they're like, no, uh Senator Edwards needs to use your bathroom. And I'm like, <laughs> our bathroom isn't for customers. <laughs> and uh, they're like, I'm like, well, don't you have one on that beautiful bus? Yeah. And he's like, the guy goes, it's broken. <laughs> so, so they pushed us all in the back. We didn't even get to meet the guy. We pushed us all in the back and, and held us like hostages back there until he used the can. <laughs> and uh, that's, that, that's our claim to fame but anyway there's a guy in town named john edwards so we had that sign and he came finally after using that sign for 10 years now uh we gave it to him so he's got it in his house now john <laughs> edwards senator john edwards used our bathroom so <clears throat> okay now you've got to be famous for something dave you know well i mean someone touches you and you're like i'll never wash that hand uh, you know well, except in these days. Yeah, except these days. With uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the um, COVID stuff. That's right. Okay. Um, um, what about um, breads? That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Now, uh, I, um, you, you try different experiments, but then there's some that just I have to have. You make it regularly. Obviously, I'm not the only one because you make it regularly. Um, yeah, those are our usual, we call them the usual suspects. And yeah. it, sometimes it's, we, it, it's kind of tough uh, to get all the usual suspects done, but I get berated if I don't make these breads well, consistently. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, which one do you like, Leek a Choke? Um, I do. The song? I do. I like the, um, uh, the cheese. Um, help me. Fugaz. Yes. Yes. The, um, the Asiago Fugaz is really good. I, I don't think I've met anyone i didn't like yeah um there's a curry yeah um, the curry is a tough one because you get that everywhere it gets it gets all over the you know because you have to we're bench mixing these things which is basically you put the blob on the table and you you incorporate you impregnate the bread with all these these toppings and, and curry is a tough one because you have to knead it over and over again mm -hmm. and uh it gets everywhere and it's a it's a great seller especially with uh, we found out, because all these people kept saying, We're, we make French bread out of this, like French toast. And I'm like, oh, they're just freaks. And then uh, we we tried it. I brought some home, and I dipped it in a maple syrup, and it was it was to die for. And so we we started bringing maple syrup to the market, and people would, um, all, all I had to do to sell it was say, try this. You know, it was curry bread with maple syrup. It's wonderful. So what's in your future? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh just 
Tank, what, 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 day by day. Know, I think that's what a, everyone's doing these days. You're you know? a foodie over the top. No, not really. I'm, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Athens, you know. I, I'm, I'm Athenian to the core now, and uh, I love it here. There's not many places like Athens. What makes Athens special to you? You know, it's it's not the uh, it's not the usual town. You know, you've got these towns, and my, my brothers live in the suburbs of Chicago, and it's just people, people, people everywhere. Here you've got the, the greatest park system, the greatest trail system, especially with the Baileys. Have you been up hiking on the Baileys? Um, no, I, oh with my, my wife's uh, current health issue, I haven't been able to. Yeah. It's just wonderful. And, and my son's really into botany, so we're, we're just uh, all over the place. We just went to the Serpent Mound, which is just uh, you know east of, of uh, yes. ja- Jackson and yes. Pikeville. That was really cool. And actually, it's the solstice today, so they're going to have a bunch of people out there. Um, they've had several disparate groups fighting during the solstice. There's some like uh, UFO people, preppers, that will go out there and have been hiding stuff. And uh, then you've got the Native Americans, which go out that have been out there every year uh, doing you know, their ceremonies and stuff. Folks, do you know what solstice is? Winter solstice—it's—it's it's basically. Uh, it's almost like it's when the time starts changing. This is the shortest daylight day of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And supposedly, what last night was the longest of of darkness. Darkness of the year. And now, starting today, um, you know, and we're talking about one minute or a minute and a half. There's a difference. Um, that we'll have one and a half minutes, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, more sunshine today than yesterday. And tomorrow will be another tiny chunks longer. And, um, and then what's the opposite called when you, it, during the summer? summer you have winter sum, solstice. Summer solstice. I guess so. Yeah. And that's when you have the most light for a day. And, and that's it's strange that they knew that back then. Every coil of the snake on this this ridge top is coordinates with the summer and the the sun and the summer and winter solstice. It's it's amazing that they knew that back then. <clears throat> Have people ever come to you and said, um, "I want get you out to of my m- face"? Yeah, numerous no, no, times. No, 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 no. Have they ever come to you and said, "I'm throwing a special party. I want a pizza made out of this and that and something else that." just seems so disgusting to you <laughs> yes numerous times numerous times I, one guy brought in uh, 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 I, I was trying to do suckling pig you know a suckling pig uh, you know really tender pork and he brought the suckling pig to my back door and alive the, the farmer did, yeah and on a leash on a leash <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh so yeah. beautiful and he's like here's your suckling pig and I'm like oh, didn't you? Aren't you going to butcher it or anything like yeah. that? And he's like, "Look at him. Would you? You do it." And I'm like, "I'm not doing it." <laughs> I'm like, no, no. oh, take, take him home and raise him. You know, uh, whatever. I'm not going to do suckling pig let, anymore. Let so a, let a processor do it because they know what they're doing. Yes, they don't have that attachment. That's it. But yeah, people have brought in you know haunches of of deer here. Could you just grind this up, put it on pizza for me? And I'm like, no, it's, I can't do that. I found out the hard way, you know, we would hunt mushrooms, like morel mushrooms in the 
uh, in the springtime, and I got a whole bunch of them, and then I put an ad in the paper, and the health department came and said, no, you cannot put those on anything. Nothing, uh, you can't, unless they're... So then I found out through my purveyors that I could get wild-harvested morels from China that were dried and brought here by a corporate uh, sponsor and then put on put those on a pizza. But, uh, yeah, they, brought, they paint a broad brush about wild mushrooms on pizzas but uh yeah you know we do it anyway we have things that pop up in our yard and i'm so <laughs> tempted to try one. Oh yeah but don't but <laughs> i don't. haven't because i'm just scared to death it's gonna make me sick right yes yeah there's two mushrooms that you can really tell are the the morels and the chanterelles the chanterelles come up in the heat of the summer like crazy and they're delicious it's just beautiful kind of a pineapple flavor uh really great and then the the, the morels i get a lot from chester hill the amish out there will send out their kids and they'll just uh, bring me bags of them chester now, hill is kind of unique isn't it yes chester hill ohio there's a great restaurant out there twin the twin uh, nickel yep triple nickel. triple nickel is yeah they're closed for a while i just saw yeah. a notice last night yeah um probably the holiday thing mm-hmm. what um uh, ramps are great uh, in the now west virginia has okay, put a, a ramp, ramp a ramp yep clamp down on ramp hunting oh, and that's a wild it? it's a wild onion or a wild leek okay that's and it just you'll see these hollows here covered in these ramps and west virginia they've had a problem because they have these middlemen who buy ramps by the you know bagfuls and send them to new york pittsburgh uh detroit chicago as you know wild ramps and these they get these poor people that are addicted to drugs or whatever to go out there and pull these ramps. And by pulling a ramp, it's it's the worst thing you could ever do because the bulbs regenerate every year. Okay, a bulb will, will stay down there and just keep coming up. Mm-hmm. And eating the bulb of a ramp is horrible. The bulbs really aren't that that good. They're astringent. Uh, it's it's the flags. They call the flags. It's the leaf that come up. The big fat leaf that come up. That are delicious, especially on pizza. I just put them. I got mine from Integration Acres, where he he grows ramps everywhere. And uh, if I do get bulbs, I'll actually plant them in my backyard. I've been doing that for seven years, and now in spring, I've just got this huge ramp uh, forest back there. And uh, have you ever been down the Rutland to Paul Strauss's place? No, that doesn't ring a bell. He has a ramp holler down there. There's this giant hollow that's filled with ramps. It's just this greenest, beautiful green ramps all over the place. And it's just, he, he's been seeding it. That By seeding it, it's, it's basically just throwing a bulb in, in the dirt and burying it, you know, and it'll pop up the next year. So tell me, Avalanche Pizza, what would you say the most common pizza request is <coughs> usually uh just your standard pepperoni yeah pepperoni uh you know when we first opened uh it's it's it, this is really funny it's ironic too uh so basically a lot of older people when we came here they would order uh mangoes i'll have mangoes on there so when you cut green peppers okay and those green peppers sit for way way too long you know what they resemble mangoes especially the the feel of, they're all gooey and stuff and so they would order these as mangoes and i just thought it was so hilarious but uh <clears throat> we had a guy came in uh, my wife and i just opened like in three days we were open 
And he's he's standing at the counter. He's like, but I don't know, want no Ramas on there. And I'm like, uh, what? Excuse me, sir. Uh, Ramas? I don't want no Ramas. <laughs> and he got really excited. And my wife's like, sir, can you just slow down a little bit? Uh, what don't you want on there? Because we wanted to get it right, you know. Mm, yeah. Ramas, damn it, Ramas. <laughs> and I'm, I, I was like, what? what, sir, what? Just one more time. Rama Nermaters. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. I want to hug the guy. Oh, Roma Tomatoes. Okay, cool. That's great. But I love the Nermater thing. I, I really do that. It's from Because I lived in North Carolina for a long time, and you're like, what did that guy say? What did he say? It'd be, it, it, it's a shame we don't have Art Turf here to order something. Yes. But, you know, the Art Turf show, I don't know if you've heard it or not. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, football coach. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maters. Maters, yep. Got to love them. Well, so what's the most unusual? Uh, you know, we had <clears throat> we had the Wonder Boy and then Bride of Wonder Boy, and we did these pizzas sold like crazy, especially after 2 a.m. Basically, the uh, it, it morphed into the Bride of Wonder Boy, which was the classic. So we did a mac and cheese sauce, and we put mozzarella on it, cheddar cheese, onions, ground beef, uh, uh, tomatoes, and then we top that off with uh, French fries on top. But around it was a, a number three hot dog. You ever seen a number three? Oh, it's a number six hot dog. They're these massive hot dogs. Uh, I believe they serve them at Hillbilly Hot Dogs down there. I had one. They're called the Widowmaker. If you ever go to down to West Virginia, go to Hillbilly Hot Dogs. It's an amazing we're, we're, place. I know a, yeah. a couple that got married there. Really? Yeah. So we would cut them into quarters and put that around on the dough around the, in the crust, and then we'd put mustard, and then we'd fold the crust over. So you had this mass. It literally smelled like McDonald's when it came out of the oven. <laughs> we had to double bake it. and it, But it was delicious. You could get halfway up that slice, and you're getting disgusted, totally disgusted. Oh, we put pickles on it too, yeah. So, so you're getting totally disgusted. But there was that reward at the end, the hot dog. You want to get that a hot dog with the... The mustard on it, and uh, Bride of Wonder Boy, and uh, I, I actually asked like Jonathan Leal, to give me uh, a, a quote. I think he said this is, this is, wrong on every level. <laughs> and Matt Rapacelli, who was the chef at, yeah. at OU, said yeah. this is disgusting. This is like, Folks, and so uh, we coined the term. Jonathan with, Leal, just so you know, is uh, Milo's. Milo's, okay. Really great sauces. Okay, that's why it's so good. Yeah. It's so wrong. Yes, exactly. So good, yet so wrong. Yes. And uh, so we I'm actually made be, the Columbus you know, Papers with that one. So I, I think I'm going to stay less adventuresome. Yes. <laughs> I I just it think, does pay. Uh, I just think your regular offerings are so good. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, we we use all all the best. Th that's the key. It's just using all the best products, and and, and, and that's hard to come by. It, isn't it, it is. When I see flaccid pepperoni on a pizza, I just. I'm like, wow, they cut that corner. You know, when you see a cupping pepperoni and filled with the beautiful juice inside there, you know that they, that's a, it's a, a, a natural casing that they originally yeah, made the, yeah. the pepperoni in, and it, it constricts as it bakes. But right now, it's, there's a crisis in the industry uh, for all foods. Prices are going up 300 400% on certain products. Availability. And availability. Sometimes you're getting wings in. Sometimes they're out for two weeks. Uh, it, it's uh, really it's a tough gig now. And people are, I think, they're hoarding too. Plus, you never know how much people are just getting gouged 
uh, people taking advantage of this and stuff. So I, I, I wrote down a question here. If not pizza, what else might you have liked as a career? You know, I would love to do a, a, a sushi place, or like a seafood place. You, you, you're from the uh, Maine up there. You ever see? You well, know, I worked in Maine. In yeah. Boston, they had those, you know, those oyster bars that yes, are wonderful. Yes, I love yeah. those. You know, where you get a pint of beer, you can get some clam chowder, get oysters, shrimp, crab, oh, uh, you know, on you, ice, fresh. You know, the things that you're, the unique products you get here, you're able to get here. Yeah. Those products could be gotten here, too. Yeah, that's the key. Uh, you know, have you ever been out to uh, uh, Lake Snowden of with course. the Hocking College uh, yep. uh, shrimp? They're doing the, the giant Malaysian shrimp and, uh, well, prawns. Uh, and they're delicious, too. You've got to eat them right away, though. Um, yeah. Well, and that, as, as opposed to waiting an hour, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> got to eat them raw. <clears throat> well, listen, uh, John Guttenkanst is um, our, our guest today. John, I, I'm, you know, the only thing I regret is that you weren't more expressive. Yeah, I know. Um, I, 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 the, talk um, too much. No, it's so, some more it is so obvious <laughs> the enthusiasm you have for what you do. Yeah, it's wonderful. And that makes for success. Well, you know, here it's the, the it's the town. You know, if if the the people that come in, I, I love seeing that like these guys who work in the you know, the, the garages, they come in, it's the guys who, who pick up our trash, who deliver everything. And th- those people are, are our core. Mm. Uh I gave up on students a long time ago. Student uh, there's so many people here <clears throat> that are that are, you know, live in town like I do. Yeah. And uh, there, that's our that's our core business. The families, especially the families and stuff. So, there was a young man that while he was in college lived with us for a year and a half. African American, great guy. Uh, he will always be like a son to us. Uh, he's now on the um, what would you call it? The refuse collection. Really, city crew. Yeah. And uh, wherever, if I'm driving by, he waves at me, and I wave back, of course. And yeah, Linnell. All right. Well, listen, John, keep up the good work. Thanks, keep Dave. being creative. And, and uh, by all means, um, would you ask your wife to consider doing a show with me? Doing a master class here? Well, yeah. No, no, nothing that bad. We're out of time, by the way. <laughs> I will, definitely. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. You bye. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Christmas is almost here, and the Omicron variant threatens to disrupt family gatherings. The CDC says it now makes up at least 73% of all cases in the U.S. The first Omicron-related death has been reported in Texas. Dr. Anthony Fauci's advice? If you are vaccinated, you're boosted, your family's vaccinated and boosted, you could feel comfortable in the home setting of a dinner or a gathering together with family and friends who are in in fact, vaccinated and boosted. The president will outline a new plan today to mobilize the military to help overwhelmed hospitals. He wants to distribute half a billion free at-home tests and expand testing sites. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. From Miami. I need to take this COVID test, but this is crazy. To New York. There's uh, about uh, 200 people in front of me. The testing lines are long as concerns grow over the Omicron variant. New York City's health commissioner. It is the fastest 
fittest and most formidable version of the virus that we have seen thus far. That's not keeping millions of Americans from traveling, but for some, the holiday season won't be so merry. This woman in Los Angeles. I didn't even think about it. No, what, what Christmas Eve is what, this Friday or something? I don't even have a tree up yet, so. Health officials are warning if you do travel, proceed with caution. The White House says President Biden tested negative for COVID yesterday, and he'll be tested again tomorrow after flying on Air Force One with a staffer who later tested positive. A jury in Minneapolis will begin a second day of deliberations in the manslaughter trial of Kim Potter. She's the former police officer charged in the shooting death of Dante Wright during a traffic stop. Potter's lawyer, Earl Gray. Everything she did was legal. And then he tries to break away. She thought she was doing the right thing. Potter broke down on the stand, insisting she meant to use her taser on Wright instead of a gun. One state is taking the nation's biggest retailer to court. Here's CBS's Jim Cursula. California has sued Walmart over disposal of hazardous waste. Prosecutors say the retail giant illegally dumps more than a million batteries, aerosol cans of insect killer, toxic cleaning supplies, electronic waste, latex paints, and other hazardous materials into California landfills each year. Walmart called the lawsuit unjustified. A school district near Sacramento, California is investigating after a photo on social media showing several students with swastikas drawn all over their bodies. Neighbors say that's scary. The symbol alone is just very, very disturbing. I just say people just need to be taught a little bit better to not do that kind of thing. The Dow is up 285 points. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Conservation groups are promising legal action against the EPA if it doesn't do more to protect manatees in the South. More than 1,000 Florida manatees have died this year, and the groups say more than half of those deaths came from algae blooms caused by pollution. Those blooms have killed off thousands of acres of seagrass in the Indian River Lagoon, a prime feeding area just inland from the Atlantic. The groups are asking the EPA and the state of Florida to reevaluate water standards and address a list of alleged violations. If that doesn't happen within 60 days, they say they'll sue. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. There's a new top puppy at the White House. Hey, pal. How you doing? How are you? The Bidens are welcoming Commander, the three-month-old German shepherd, a gift from the president's brother and sister-in-law. Their 13-year-old shepherd, Champ, died just a few months ago. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
Are you more than $10,000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill, staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Don't let the credit card companies bully you anymore. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt, and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Get off the debt treadmill and stop the harassment. Get free of credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and medical bills. Call now at 800-533-6605 for free information. For about 10 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, too. Get off the endless cycle without having to declare bankruptcy. You'll have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. And now, Scott Daly joins you on a musical sentimental journey with the best golden sentimental songs of the good old days chugging along the musical railways in the musical history on old number 97 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Good friends, and welcome to the terrific Tuesday edition of Sentimental Journey on 970 WATH. As is tradition, we listen to the tribute song to Dad, who hosted this program for so many years. And as always, I'm proud, privileged, honored, and blessed to continue his shows, his sentimental journeys, and his legacy here at 97 WATH. Join in the fun on this December 21st as we're going to be listening to lots of Christmas music, holiday music, and the like. Currently 28 degrees, wind chill of 25, and Mr. Sunshine has decided to pop out here this morning. And there are a few clouds remaining in the area, but uh, Brian Hughes is saying they're going to clear out, so we'll see what happens. Uh, We know what's going to happen here on Sentimental Journey. A good time, as always. So come on along, all aboard, and here we go. (laughs) 